Yo, what it do? It's your boy Tyree with Parental Advisory Radio Station, Street Heat Radio Show. I got my lady, Street Heat, with me. Y'all want to go ahead and introduce yourself for the people that don't know? It's Solange, girl. Just telling y'all, hi. I'm behaving today. <laughs> no, we not, because we come today... <laughs> We gonna talk about your boy Nate. It's I don't I don't I don't care what I don't care what you say. <laughs> that boy is still sleep. From? He I he just woke up. His soul just wandering this earth, man. Just just <laughs> out there. He trying to find his body. <laughs> yo, that yo, but the way his head hit the mat, that shit was vicious. When he first hit the ring, it looked like he was surprised, but he was still alert. And then the nigga just went straight out like, <laughs> "Why would you do that to yeah. yourself?" And then you embarrassed. I knew the match was over when he got knocked out. He got knocked down, and then he had his head, his glove on the back of his head. I knew it was over because he was overthinking. Like, should I have really did this? No. That's- <laughs> he should have aborted that mission the first time that nigga hit that nigga with a combo. Yeah. That wasn't that right. That was, hard, that the fact that he was shouting out mad people talking about who he was doing it for is an embarrassment <laughs> to everybody he named because he got knocked out. It was just like, really? I know your kids is embarrassed. They probably don't even want you to be their dad no more. Yeah, they're not like, that's, <laughs> that's not my fault. I don't know what you talk about. I don't got his fault no more. He, he made everybody with the last name Robinson look like they might be him. <laughs> Like don't. But he came there with Nick's colors on. What did you expect? I don't. You kind of yeah, cursed yourself crazy. coming in there with that. With it don't the matter. Colors if it's the Knicks or the Mets, it's still a no win for for the. <laughs> <laughs> like wait, no, that wasn't. That didn't make any sense. That's so disrespectful. Bro, I don't know. I think a lot of them still had Thanksgiving food in their system. And maybe we could chalk it up to that because, you know, Thanksgiving niggas are still eating leftovers two, three days later. I think, you know, for them to have a fight right after Thanksgiving, even a Mike Tyson-Roy Jones fight, it was like, why? Why? Like, I wasn't... Just the parts I saw, I wasn't thoroughly enjoying anything. The only enjoyment that came of any of those fights last night was Nick getting knocked out. Like... <laughs> and it... Oh. Uh-uh. It wasn't it wasn't so much enjoyment. It was more so of a shock moment for the culture because everybody had the same reaction. Nigga Snoop commentary is hilarious. <laughs> Snoop, I don't know what's get wrong with that. Nigga. Nate, get the strap. Nah. He should have got the strap. Nah. Then by Tyson. It wasn't a fight. Some niggas looked like they couldn't. It was a it was a good fight. They couldn't. Was I think that Mike Jordan, Jordan, Jordan was hurt right? though. I think I ain't gonna lie, that, Jones hurt. I think well, that Mike broke a couple of his ribs. I yeah, think he yeah. either bruised or he broke a couple of Roy Jones ribs because Roy could not stand straight. He, he couldn't stand straight. He couldn't even breathe. He kept hugging that nigga like, please. Yep. 
Nah, but Tyson, let me tell you, Tyson a funny guy because when he was preparing for this since the summertime, he kept going, I'm going to murder him. I'm going to murder him, right? So everybody's like, what is he talking about? And then you see these videos of him in his vigorous ass training at his age going in. And this is something that, you know, young dudes in their 20s and 30s probably can't keep up with. But Mike Tyson old ass is giving the fucking, you know, his sparrows and the, the, the body bags actual business. Like, this man still has it. All, and well, all they did say that the guy that was holding the pads for him had to get shoulder surgery just for holding his pads. Like, that's how hard the nigga hit. That nigga Mike from Brownsville, he used to fucking duck bullets <laughs> on some Matrix shit. Why would you want to fight him? Like, <laughs> why? Like, I'm from Brownsville. I don't want to go back. Like, why would you put yourself in a lion's den with Iron Mike Tyson? And don't get me wrong, you Roy Jones Jr. I get it. But you not Roy Jones Jr. that you used to be. Mike is always going to be fucking Mike. Mike Tyson is still feared. Did you see he he was in perfect shape? Like, this man, he lost all the weight he gained. Like, he lost all that. Just so he could meet the weight requirements to fight. Yeah. But why did... All right, Tariq, this is so gay, but I got to say it. Did y'all see when they did their weigh-in and them niggas had the little Speedo drawers on and shit? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why was Roy Jones dick hard? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even being funny, Todd, because I know you ain't gay, my man. So I'm not going to... Like, maybe it's just me, but if we could go back to an actual clip of that, and see when they were standing face to face with each other, Mike Tyson looked like he got the shrimp and Roy Jones' penis was hard. I don't understand. What was that about? <laughs> that was a real Maybe weird Maybe some locker room chronicles we don't know about. At that moment. And it, it was an AO moment. It was like. <laughs> you around a whole bunch of dudes. You can't make this shit up. You really can't. Yo, All right. you never know. Let's talk about when Thursday. Know. Let's talk about these Wednesday and Thursday preparations only for motherfuckers to be burning cheesecakes. Somebody I know made mashed mashed potato salad, right? Like, you know how you make potato salad, the one you're supposed to put in the refrigerator with the eggs, the relish, you know, the mustard, the mayonnaise, the one that you you chill to serve. Mm -hmm. No, somebody made mashed potato salad and they put sweet peas and carrots in it. What? Um, Yeah. Another bitch I know, she made dry oxtails. I never even knew you could make dry oxtails. <laughs> yeah, I've I seen them shit before. I, I seen never them before. saw this in my life. Like, I never seen dehydrated no. oxtails before. Like, how the fuck are the oxtails thirsty? I'm confused. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to cook them in some type of liquid at some point? How do they become dehydrated and dry out? Um, It wasn't just that. It was all bad. Like, the bitch burnt cheesecake. I was just like... She was like, yeah, I'm going to make you a plate. I'm like, mm-hmm. As soon as I got outside that door, that shit went in the garbage. Like, I didn't even wait. I didn't, I can't, you you can't, you can't do that. Like, mm-mm. It really wasn't right. <laughs> these, these, like, why do people wait till Thanksgiving to try new fucking recipes? I had somebody else say they was going to put the Campbell's soup cheese, cheese soup, or the ragu cheese, the double, whatever the fuck it was, it's the cheese in the can, the cheese sauce in the can. And they bake macaroni. Why would you do that on Thanksgiving? To my, I never tried this recipe before, but I'm gonna try it. 
Why it's A1. Like, okay, I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. It's A1. With the ragu it's sauce? Official. Now, I don't know about the ragu sauce, but I know about the Campbell's uh, soup. Yeah, yeah, but the ragu sauce? Nah, you wildin'. You, no. I don't... Let me tell you something. Don't wait till Thanksgiving to try your new recipes. Yeah, no, you don't do that. Somebody else made that. collard greens and cabbage mixed with turkey neck bones and pork neck bones. What was the point of that? <laughs> Somebody else made fried chitlin, so you stank the house up twice? Twice. <laughs> two two times. times? Extra stank. Like, you want some that's hot ass. Like, <laughs> that's, bro, that's, like, that's a pot then, of hot ass. For all the people who eat pork, y'all not, y'all not right because you got people despising a pig intestine and chitterlings in which the shit flows through the body, but then you got people eating ham, which is the ass. What's the fucking difference? What's the, How exactly. dare you ass What's... eater talk about ass the shit <laughs> that flows through the actual ass? Y'all all nasty. Oh, I don't know about that. Y'all kissing cousin. Now, ass cousin. <laughs> you know they kids. You know they kids is related. Sister now, cousin. Somebody, somebody <laughs> said that they... um. They aren't made avocado macaroni and cheese. The shit was green. I said, nah, they take a picture. Oh, of I've seen thing. that. It looked I like vomit. Why? Disgusting. It looked like vomit. That's wow. I, I ain't gonna tell you, Ty. I don't think I told you. You ain't even see it on Facebook, but Solange, you know, I almost single, well, I did single-handedly ruin somebody else's Thanksgiving because I had one to their house <laughs> and they had they had a folding table up with the, you know, the stirrums with the burners that underneath to keep the food warm or whatever. This is yeah. her first Thanksgiving where she was hosting at her house or whatever the case may be. And her baby father cooked majority of the food or whatever. And for the most part, it was okay. But I have a fear of fire. So if you have the fan, because it's hot in here, blowing in the direction of the actual burners, but the table is close to the back of your couch, the flames is going towards the back of your couch. I'm getting nervous. I'm telling her, <laughs> no, listen, I don't think this is a good idea. This is not <laughs> safe, right? So, in the mix of me saying that, my daughter was tying her shoe. My seven-year-old was on the floor next to the table tying her shoe. Now, I ain't going to say she did it because I don't think she touched the table. I'm just going to say the table didn't look very sturdy at that point. And I went to grab the one end that looked like it was going to fall. And when I grabbed that part, the other leg just sunk in on the left side. And the whole table fell. <laughs> the, the burners. The, no, I'm dead ass. The burners ended up falling on the back of the couch. So, you know, the gel silicone that's on fire, it was like sliding down the back of the couch, but it was on fire. Yo, I he-man kicked the couch all the way across the room with her baby father. <laughs> this is on, on social media. Like, why did you kick my couch all the way across the room? And why did you DDT the whole Thanksgiving table? And I'm like, what had happened was, why is that mashed potato salad the only thing that survived out of all the food? <laughs> that mashed potato salad. Like out of everything that was on that yeah. table, why did that the worst the thing. Only thing that survived Thanksgiving? No, fucking <laughs> said the mashed potato salad. I knew right then and there that Ain't the forces no was against me and it was time for me to exit stage left. And that is what I did. I had to leave. I had to go home because I was over Thanksgiving. Ain't no way. So all the food dropped? Bro. My daughter got a video of that shit. That shit. Oh, man. You got to send it. I got to see that. I'm going to send it in. I'm going to send it in. Y'all going to be like, oh, nah. Like, my daughter. My daughter is mad funny because the fire escape was to her left and the front door was to her right. 
instead of her running out the door or to the fire escape if she thought the house was going to burn down, why would she run towards the back of the house where you can't get out? <laughs> like She wasn't thinking. No, she but you're so 15. Nervous. You're dead 15. You've been in the fire before, so it was like, yeah, you trying to die. I'm not going with you today. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Yeah. Wasn't happening. Thanksgiving was an epic fail this year. I can't speak for everybody, but it didn't feel like Thanksgiving. It didn't feel it, like it was, Thanksgiving was cool. I just I wasn't it. I wasn't in the mood to be around a whole bunch of people. This it time. was weird. It was I fucking wasn't weird. Nobody. It didn't even feel like Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was. I yeah, I it didn't. Twenty twenty is a weird year. If we if you just want to put it, we together. just need it's to just skip that weird. shit already. I don't know why people celebrate preparing to celebrate Christmas for, and I don't understand if motherfuckers ain't have no money to buy their kids laptops and fucking you know um gadgets in which they could use the the what do you call them the tablets or a laptop, and it was dirt cheap, less than two hundred dollars yeah. you could have got one for. If you couldn't afford that at the beginning of the year during tax time or even when you got the stimulus money. How the fuck could you afford to, you know, buy all this Christmas shit? I don't understand. Ain't no more stimulus money coming after this. Ain't nothing coming after. We don't know what next year's gonna hold. Shit about to get real hard. Flurging. Not only that, half the fucking country ain't paid a fucking bills since the whole coronavirus started. But come January, it's a month that you have to pick up right where the fuck you left off. Whatever your debt is, is what you are resuming to pay. If it's $9,000 you owe, that's what you owe. A lot of people gonna be homeless. Y'all worried about some fucking Christmas. Y'all should be worrying about fucking having somewhere to live. That's a fact. That's like, a fact. I ain't, I'm not, I'm not going broke for my broke best friends. I'm sorry. It's just not gonna happen. <laughs> Santa died from COVID. Seriously. That nigga, that fat nigga died from COVID when all them other people was dying earlier this year. I, I got pictures. I can show you all the white people who died. Right now, shit, where I'm at, you looking at a hundred over a hundred thousand new cases. What? Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's getting bad. And you be going outside? Mm-mm. They about to shut shit down. Like they about to start shutting shit down. You know, we can't. You know, a lot of flights to a lot of places done stopped. I looked up some flights. I tried to come to New York. New York is shut down. Ain't nobody coming in. Ain't nobody going out. You got to drive. The only places. way you're going to get here is if you're driving. I'm, yeah, you can kiss my ass. I ain't driving no whole two day, a day, two day. Hell no. Not my me. My uncle drives from Oklahoma. He like 84. That's too far. I, I can get you a ride with the hillbilly. <laughs> yeah, let me know because that shit, I'm not doing that. I could do half. Like, I, could, I don't know, bro. My That shit too much. Hold on. So where the heck you at? I'm right here. Man, I ain't They're seen you. Here. They're over here talking about um that I gotta fucking I'm about to just pay this shit for this month. So they talking about the Zoom shit is gonna um cut off. Because we went over our time. So I'm about to, I'm about to pay these $12 real fast. It's $12 a month? Yeah, to keep it, to go over a certain time frame. Okay. I'm not just this right now. I know Tariq wasn't sitting there with his Spider Man drawers on because I could have sworn he was sitting there with two little shorts on. 
But I'm going to act like I ain't see that until he cut back to the camera. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. It looked like he had, remember them drawers that that dude that used to wear the Spider-Man drawers, the Speedos with the skates? And he used to slide past. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Okay, what the fuck? Mm. Breathe. Just fucking kiss him on the ass. Which is kissing you. Mm. Yo, my forehead is mad big. Oh my god. I just had a moment. Yeah. Color these braids. Now tell me who she was. She's kissing me. I'm gonna go watch Friday. Why the fuck is it doing this shit? It's pissing me off. It's making me lose the game. Maybe someone's an other. I don't know. I think it's about to go right now. We got time for this shit. Where the fuck Tyreek go? He said, hold on. Okay. So now it went. I'm back. <laughs> Yo, that shit just happened to tell you just now. He put the shit on mute. We still doing, it's still recorded. And how do we know that? No, I know. So oh. let's talk about all the weird things that have transpired in the past week and a half that we have been preparing for our holiday because we haven't had time to really get up and sit and chit chat. But no better time than now, given the circumstances that we have from the 18th till now worth of shit that did took place. One of those things being the Jeezy and Gucci Mane battle. Oh, yes. Girl. Girl. I'm not gonna lie to you. Everybody's saying they feel Jeezy was the bigger person because of the way Gucci came off and his arrogance and his ignorance and the, the way he was coming, talk about your dad, go go pick up your dad partner and, you know, dead niggas can't talk and smoking on Pookie, Pookie Loke and, you know, it, Jeezy is not the bigger person. Just because he didn't respond now does not make him the bigger person. Reason being, you sent someone to have this man murdered. And in fact, he turned around and killed that person and sent them back in a palm box. Not supposed to be being a bigger person. Not That's not even normal. How to switch location. <laughs> I was trying to figure out if you had on a pair of Spider-Man drawers and was they Poom Poom shorts. Oh, I'm gonna leave that one alone, bro. <laughs> 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 yeah. I am fully dressed. That was popping bad shit over here. Don't pay me no mind. You're right, no topic. I can't help it. No. You were talking about the Gucci man and um Jeezy shit. Um, I was it, saying that. I think they started off a lot of good things because a lot of people now are starting to try to, I guess, squash their beef. That's not really true. Yeah. Why would anybody come under that? So when. King Von song was playing before Jeezy and Gucci Mane started that battle. Rondo uh -huh. Rondo came under that same live and said, free Lil' Tim. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then you had T.I. and 600 Breezy 
arguing yeah. in the live. You understand? You had a lot mm. of ignorance going on on that live that had nothing to do with the Gucci Jeezy situation. But because everything with Vaughn was so fresh, it just was the, the platform for motherfuckers to just get shit off their chest. Mm-hmm. Everybody tried to say that Jeezy was being a bigger person because of how Gucci Mane was coming, but how the fuck are you really the bigger person? If you sent someone to kill this man many years ago, and in turn, he turned around and sent your boy Pookie Loke back to y'all in a pond box. Why would y'all be upset? You didn't, he didn't have you, you know, have somebody run down on you. Y'all tried to catch that man slipping in a stripper house and he clapped everything moving. Facts. He's not wrong. He, he was preserving his life. He went into survival mode. And if that meant kill or be killed, clearly he killed. And everyone's upset with him because he's still very bitter about the fact that you tried to have him murdered. I wouldn't even want to be in the same room with somebody who tried to have me killed. I'm not doing shit for the culture. I'm not doing anything for the culture. As a matter of fact, I would have let you battle T.I. And I would have been outside with my hitters and we'd have seen what was going to happen in that instant, being as that I still felt some type of way. Fuck the culture. My life is worth more than a culture. Ain't Ain't no grow up. Ain't no being no bigger person when you try to have somebody murdered. That's a fact, mom. Yes, we are. Go get some of the drink. That's a fact. I agree with her. So when he was, yes, when he was, when he was coming on there being disrespectful, being mad, smart, I loved it. I don't give a fuck. I ain't from the same way. Yeah, I, Bob, I like that Gucci man. He wasn't. That's the Gucci. That's the Gucci that everybody liked. Yeah, Jeezy wasn't being petty at all. I liked it. I actually liked that shit. Nigga was talking his shit to him like. He better not come on here with that fucking snowman shirt on because I ain't battling that nigga. I'm going home. Like, he was talking yeah. his bullshit. Like, yeah. he came on there fly. He was talking his shit like, I'm about to cost $10,000. K on the outfit. He got a little bit of change. And in fact, when he did that little, that little, that little couple of bars, I was a little bit excited. Nigga said 745 with the Gucci interior. Every time I look in the mirror, I see a real nigga. Real nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even be mad at that nigga because the look on yeah. Jesus when he said that was like he wants to go over there and punch him in the face and he couldn't do shit about it. Yeah. And I, I like how Gucci man came in with his diss track. He came on singing that diss track that he made for him. Oh, he's, he, yeah. That's how I like yeah, the last sure. I'm like, oh, okay. He did that. I knew he was going to do it. I knew it too. I, was I knew he was going to do it. In a way, he wasn't going to not do it. But at the end, they did their little performance or whatever. So, I mean, it was cool. It was cool. I liked it. At the end, I think Gucci Mane still supposed to take away about it. He probably just did the shit just to do it. That's what I feel. I mean, yeah. It's a bag. It's money. It's yeah. bigger than them. That's a bag. There's no telling how much money they got from that. I'm yeah. proud of Gucci, though. They said at one point, it was 2.5 million, 5 million viewers on at one time streaming. Yep. Yes. That was good. That was good. Yes, it is. I bought her that a couple of months ago. Let's talk about fucking um this nigga Quando Rondo ass. Ooh. Let's talk about Quando Rondo ass and that song he made into the story. That, that, I'm a little bit. Oh. Yeah, let's talk about that. So- I'm very disturbed. I don't. 
shit you don't let it play first. Let's play first and then we can get into it. Let's let it play first and then we can get into it because that shit is not right. All right, I'm about to play it. It ain't. That's all the evidence. See them pushing niggas, shut the brand up. Who the fuck said it? I was high and I was still right around with them bands. And set the record straight. I ain't never had no choice. Side the A man on my head. It's what they say. That's all you got. I make it A. Come run up on me, bite the bag. Thought he clip on me, jump out, shake. That shit is shame. I'm a little sway until they put me in my grave. Okay. Okay. I'm very much disturbed at the fact that. One, you taking credit for killing someone that you didn't kill. That's first of all. He basically is tormenting everybody affected by Vaughn's death in the story. Um, everybody know Vaughn, crazy story, crazy story 2.0, crazy story three, you know, and that's okay. We 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 we've all come to know Vaughn for his crazy story antics. For you to name a song, end of story, knowing that you're the reason why this man is not here no more. And I get it. He should not have put his hands on you, but do that make it equal? Because there's no self-defense unless it's equal what and what you inflict upon someone. So if he beat your ass and you beat his ass, it would be equal. That's not what happened. I can't exactly. beat your ass and you turn around and stab me or shoot me because then it's no longer self-defense. Okay. Secondly, it will never be self-defense because you're not the person who shot him. Your man shot him. You were getting your ass whooped and your man premeditatedly came around the side of the car with a loaded fucking gun and shot this man from behind. He shot him in his back. Yeah. Facts. Shot him in his back. There's nothing gangster about that. Then the fact that you, you know, you think it's funny, mother. You telling people to put eight million on your head, and you know, telling people uh, what he said. Picking me on the floor. I don't like that he said that shit either. Picking me. He ready to put another nigga in the dirt? Like he said, we smoking on barn. Now, but you know what the crazy part? The crazy part about him and Vaughn had got into it. Vaughn told him when he see him, he's gonna beat his ass. He told him that already. Whenever I see you, I'm gonna beat your ass. He's been telling this nigga he's going to beat his ass. So when he saw him, he beat his ass. He said exactly what he was going to do to you. He didn't say he was going to kill you. He didn't say he was going to shoot you. He said he's going to beat your ass. That's what he said. Exactly. Well, clearly exactly. the niggas can't take in their asses. Well, and they little dirty niggas down there anyway, so. He's fucking hideous. He's yeah. fucking gremlin. Like, he looked like he, looked like he chewed <laughs> up. He what did. about... um? What about your boy, Dr. Dre wife, and her $2 million a month? That's absurd. You canceled. Just be happy with whatever you could get, because clearly when you started that relationship, you was a nobody, and you didn't have any of the th- amenities and things that being with him could afford you with him being famous. Take it with a Coke of the grain of salt and smile. Like, at the end of the fucking day, it's not the end of life. Y'all getting divorced. He don't owe you nothing. I don't care how many years you've been there. He don't owe you nothing. 
What do he mm -hmm. owe you? What exactly did you do that you feel the need to be compensated for? And if you felt the need during a marriage to be compensated for your role as a wife, then why wouldn't you tell him, honey, I think that I should get a monthly allowance for X, Y, Z. That's something that y'all should have spoke upon. And whatever was in your separate account that he was giving you, because joint accounts and your own personal accounts are two different things. Whatever was in right. your personal account that he was giving you as allowance or whatever, that would have been your severance right there on top of whatever y'all could agree about with alimony, spousal support, and whatever else was you know, breaking down by the courts or through the lawyers. You don't deserve mm -hmm. $2 million a month because your husband is a fucking damn near billionaire. No one cares right. if you, he's a damn near billionaire. He worked to get to that stature. Doesn't matter if you was on his arms as a trophy wife or not. What did you do to help him get there? This is not wait and take hell. I was your love and your secretary moment. This is not an affirmative action moment for black women. I hate when uh, you know, these situations arise in these so-called power couples and it makes all black women look as if the man has money. We all want to part ways with either half, if not majority of whatever he has. That's not fair because when a man turns around and does it to a woman, look at Mary J. Blige's situation. Nobody feels that Brady that's for Kendall to be trying to take all of what Mary legacy was when he wasn't there for the whole Mary legacy. That's what's right. Like, why is it a double standard when it's a fucking female, when it's being done to a female and not when it's being done to a man? That makes no sense. And if, you know, she's alleging all these things that was happening in a relationship, but if all of this was happening, why weren't the police being called? Why weren't it documented? You know, if these was things that was documented, let's say he was whooping her ass or whatever, and it was documented in the courts. That would be different. You are entitled to pain and suffering for putting up with that shit. Don't get me wrong. You're stupid for staying. But yeah. you would be entitled to some type of punitive damages for pain and suffering. But that's not the case. You didn't fall, You didn't go forward and follow suit with anything that was going on personally in your relationship. Because as man and wife, it is said that it's supposed to be taken care of and handled amongst you guys that are married in a union. Why are you any different? Then when a man does it to a woman, I don't understand that. Like it's too much double standards with society right now for the, for these relationships, and I don't like it. Everybody should be treated equal. If you didn't come in this relationship with shit, I hope you figure out whatever money you getting from me, not how to live off of me, but how to survive on your own. And the fact, and let's say I was no longer fucking here, you still would have to figure out how you gonna continue a income, how you gonna generate a residual income. That money runs out. That's you just want to live off of what somebody else's hard work was. That's not cool. That's a fact. Yeah. That's in your head. Yeah, I, that, that, to do I don't shit know how to. But they, they, you know, backfired on her. Look what happened. It backfired on her. Now she's not getting the. She's not getting what she asked for. And this and is she'd why she'd be happy if she get anything at this point. This is why a lot of black women have bad names because you got the women who stick it out and be the trophy wife and you know, they look like the doting wife throughout the relationship and then they do shit like this. And then you got women who are self-sufficient that motherfuckers don't respect in a relationship. They feel like you're not feminine enough. You're not submissive enough. You understand what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So it's like, it's always gonna be mm -hmm. a catch 22 with women, especially black women, because either we too strong or we too submissive. You understand what I'm saying? There's no such thing as in between. And when shit don't work out, motherfuckers automatically just assume, oh, this bitch gonna take this motherfucker for everything. Some of us don't want nothing from these men. Some of these niggas be bitter. 
That's a fact. Yeah. That's definitely a fact. Yeah. That's a fact. That's crazy. Right. She needs to go sit down and be humble somewhere, though. Like, serious. <laughs> she she could have yeah. took a thousand a fucking month and been good. Like, I don't <laughs> know what circumstances it exist, but if you ain't come with it, it technically ain't yours. And it, clearly, they had to sign a prenup. Yeah. My thing is, what would, what would possibly make you think that you deserve two million dollars yeah, a moment? Like, what are you doing that you deserve that. two Not million dollars? Make moment. that in a lifetime they live. You ask That's for a that. fact. That was just being. You just and then being I don't greedy. even understand because them niggas is already old. So what the fuck you really need two million dollars for? My thing is, you feel me? What do you really need it for? Your kids is not babies. Nope. Sure ain't. So, I don't know. And you shouldn't be taking care of no grown-ass kid if you got businesses, you got all this. They should be able to focus on what they want to do in life and make something happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't no... It ain't no easy way out. I know if I had it, if I was rich and my kids, I would make sure that they all work for what they got. I would not just give it. You have to put them in a position in which they know how to create a residual income. You can't just give it. You can't give them shit. But the children who you give things feel entitled when you cut them off. You understand what I'm saying? They throw tantrums. They feel resentment towards you because you've been giving me and now you just want to stop and I can't believe it. So you have to start them off at a certain age. Like, my nigga, you gonna work? You gonna earn this shit. Mm-hmm. You gonna earn it. You come to me with a business proposal and I'll put the money out. You have to stick that business out for at least a year. You understand? Like, you, you have to think in terms of children who are born into money get bored very quickly with any venture. Yeah. A motherfucker wanna take dance lessons right now. Don't give a fuck if it's costing you $5,000 a month, three months. They decide they don't want to dance anymore. I want to play the piano. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. just because they have money, they feel, I don't have to stick this out. I don't have to, you know, de- dedicate myself 100% because my parents are not going to make me. They're not. It's not going to be something that I have to do. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. if you know you got money, and even if you don't, if you don't have that type of money, still, from the time a child is old enough to understand and be of some type of responsible, you have to instill in our morals and values. That co- That's where morals and values come in. Because just because I have money doesn't mean anything. That's my money. That's not your money. I work for it. You don't. You understand what I'm saying? So now you, you're you my employee now. Even though it sounds crazy because you're my child, but at your, you're my employee. You want something from me. You have to do something for me. You have to be able to do this. You have to be able to stick this out. I want to see good grades. I need a 90 percentile every market period. Else, you're not going to be driving this Aston Martin that you said got me to. You know, you you. It's a bargaining with children. But right. throughout everything, there's a lesson being learned for each situation. True shit. True shit. That's real shit. Who else asked we cut in the night? Oh, let's talk about Megan Stallion this. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Can't forget about that one. Her friend flamed her ass straight like that. She might not be a yeah. rapper, yeah. 
she flamed her. Ass. She she let everybody know what's really going on. Forty two. It's a shame we're here today. Truth be told, it's cause of you can't control your little feelings. Look what dick is costing you. It was all good, yeah. About a week ago, shout out Bobby's murder, but this bitch is really cheap. I was the one with the gun. You would have heard about her back was turned. I'm not conflicted about that. I stated Mommy. on I stated on one of our previous videos with the Megan thing and the Tory situation that I feel that it's true to what everybody is saying about since her mom passed away, she has a drinking problem and that she's delusional to the point where she sees nothing wrong with her actions. Yeah. Um very aggressive when she drinks from what everybody is saying. And it's more than just Tory Lanez and ex best friend. The hairstylist, you know, the, the stylist, her personal stylist quit. You understand what I'm saying? And he's worked with numerous. Yeah. He does not no longer want to work for her. He feels she's, you know, she's outrageous. She do too much now. You know, nobody can talk to her. It's just, it's far beyond anyone's control and that she needs some type of help. Again, I don't think that lies are being told on her. I just think that, you know, everybody stands around and waits for something to happen. And that instead of them helping, they talk. You understand? If you really care about someone, whether they're mm -hmm. acting out or not at the moment, if you love them or you cared about them at all, at some point, whether they're right or wrong in this situation, especially if it's drinking and everything else, enhancing the personality that she's become, you would help her at the moment get right, whether it be to speak to someone, check into a rehab, a, a rehab or whatever, and then, you know, when she get herself right, you have the conversation with her. I loved you enough to help you get better, but I can't fuck with you because of who you became. And you saw nothing wrong right. with it. You don't enable it by making diss tracks or fighting fire with fire because fire with fire only makes the fire bigger. The flame is not never going to be put out. It's just going to keep going and going and going. Um, I just, I don't, I don't see that situation getting any better. And the friend... Should have never made this diss track. And I am I got one reason why and I'm going to shut up about this situation after this. If you're a street person, you already know. Right now, the police, feds, everybody are using the song, social media, and everything for indictments. It may, it, they're using it as conspiracy for indictments, right? Yeah. So if Tory, when he first spoke, said that he's not the one who shot her. And there was only three people in that car. It was the friend, 
Meg and Tori, right? And he's saying he didn't shoot her, right? But everybody that was there knows what happened. So it was indirectly insinuating that the friend might have shot her, right? So now at this point, because we know Tory has been arrested and he's, you know, facing these charges, the friend just made a song that says, I didn't shoot you. You know it and I know it. Who shot you? Yeah. You don't think they're going to take that song and dissect it and use that and enter that as evidence against Tory Lane? Because the friend never spoke up when the lawyers went to speak to her. When everybody asked, what happened? She claimed yeah, she didn't right. know Even when the LAPD asked what happened that night, she didn't know what happened. She don't know nothing. She don't know nothing. It's been her stance since the very beginning with the law enforcement. I don't know nothing. But then you go make a diss track talking about all of what you know indirectly and how it wasn't you. Well, if it was only three of y'all and it wasn't you, it's kind of like you indirectly pointing fingers at that nigga. That's a fact. That's a fact. And they can get you they can get him yeah. with conspiracy off of just that alone. Yeah. They can indict that man just because of you making a fucking diss record. You was better off staying quiet. Yeah. That Megan spoke her shit and stay quiet. Like. And nobody's paying Megan no mind because all jokes aside, she's fried out and laid to the side. I don't really care for her. I don't. She was uh she was cool for a hot 30 seconds. But honestly, since this whole situation has happened, I don't view her the same. And it has nothing to do with, you know, protecting black women or none of that. I just feel like she has problems that she needs to get a hold on. You know, it's almost like the Rihanna and Chris Brown situation. When Chris Brown whooped her ass, everybody said he was a domestic abuser, but nobody took into consideration what may have transpired, whether right or wrong, to, to cause him to react in that manner. And in all honesty, even, even after all these years, we found out he was defending himself. She was very much so abusive, but because she's a woman, people feel like he should not have reacted the way he reacted. Well, guess what? I'm a person and I'm human too, regardless male or fucking female. So what gives that person, because they're a female, the right to just do whatever they want and I'm supposed to just turn the other cheek because I'm a dude? That's a fact. Double it's standards. weird. Like I said, society put too many double standards on a lot of stuff and it just, people yeah. ain't having it no more. Yeah, that's a fact. People not having it no more. Like, niggas is out here donkey konging bitches. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. Some of y'all I don't care. Some of y'all do. I'm not gonna lie to y'all though. Let me tell y'all, I mean this wholeheartedly for all the male viewers and listeners. You cannot go to jail if you Donkey Kong a bitch. What you do is you take it and you go right upside the top of the head. <laughs> <laughs> and he's no bruises, no bruises. Don't physically hit her and her body because it will show you a man Donkey Kong right upside the fucking head like when he busts the barrels open. She will be fucking. What's the mata? And it's going to park her. But I bet you she going to think twice about fucking playing games because you Donkey Kong her. Every time she sit here and go up, she going to think you're going to Donkey Kong her. Bitch going to be like this. Acting like anime. <laughs> Take I. Trying to tell you. Donkey Kong her, bitch. <laughs> I'm so serious. I'm so serious. I sturdy. That's going to be our next hit right there. Just going to Donkey Kong that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to make it. We about to make it sugar on that one. With the fist, it's Donkey Kong that bitch. That's serious. You don't even understand, yo. Oh yeah, yeah. Let them know too. Yeah, that merch is out. Cop them shirts. Cop your sweaters, your leggings, your bags. We got it all. 
Yo, everything you just told. I didn't really get a chance to ask the question again. Um, so starting this week, we gonna we gonna post the question. I'm 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 gonna have a question. Y'all gonna have one. Somebody gonna have a question every right, bet, every bet. time. And we gonna not only ask the question for the listeners who are listening, but we gonna post the, the question on our social media to get feedback, and we gonna read it off that way. I do got a question tonight, though, bro. I ain't gonna What's the hold question because I'm gonna post this tonight. So, my question tonight is right. You know how. You know, growing up, because we all older, me, you, and Solange, we all, like, you're approaching 30, and me and her already in our 30s. Now, when we was little kids, no, nothing against the gay community, the LGBT community, but when we were children, it was not a popular thing. It was taboo. At all. Gay, or whatever. That meant whether you was a lesbian, whether you was uh, trans, or even gay. It was, you know, it was frowned upon. That's how we grew up. I don't care what y'all do with y'all personal life. When people ask me what I think about gay people, my thing is I don't. They used to be in the house. They wasn't outside the way they outside nowadays. My thing is I don't. You know, if it's not something for you, it's not for you. If it's for you, it's for you. Who the fuck am I to judge? So now, I was just sitting and I was thinking to myself, because I have some gay male friends or whatever, and I, it was more so for dudes, right? So growing up, you always heard when people was gay, you always heard the elders, particularly in our families or the ones our families in contact with, oh, something happened to that little boy or, or something happened to that little girl for them to be like that. You know, usually right. in our household, it was said somebody touched on them or somebody did something to them to make them that way, especially because black people were taught from young, what goes on in my house stays in my house. So now... I'm gonna get, I just had to get the background of why, where I'm getting at with that, right? <laughs> so, my thing is, what about the people who nothing never happened to? Especially the boys, right? Let's say nobody never touched them, never played with their wee-wee, never took nothing from them, shit like that or whatever. No, nothing sexual ever happened to them at a very young age for them to be that way, right? So then I, I get to thinking, and I'm like, hmm, that could be true brain because i was having a pinky in a brain moment now hypothetically <laughs> what if a lot of these men that's gay that nothing ever happened to there was no me too moment for the reason why they gay is because they were gonna have relations with a female or they had relations with a female and the tuna nuna wasn't right yeah yeah i mean i don't know Seriously, you know, if you try something and you don't like it the first time, you're not going to keep doing it. Yeah. You're not going to keep doing it. Honestly speaking. I know a lot of females that like they wasn't real popular as a a girl. So they turned into. I want a dyke and then a a trans man, a trans (laughs) man. And then they turned into a dyke and then they pop it. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't even referring to them. I'm more so concerned about the men because I just want to know what would make you like a man. And all I keep thinking about is you had to have been going to have sex with a woman in her coochie steak. (laughs) Like something had to happen. It's not, if nothing happened to you, something happened to you, whether it was along those lines. And my mind just wonders sometimes, but I really wanted to know about that. Like, how do you... Yeah, I, I think you get a lot of different stories from that right there. Well, I had one of my male friends tell me that he was trying to go, you know, downtown on a bitch, and it wasn't right. 
And that it she traumatized him so much that he just was like, never again. He never tried it again. Wow. And what about the nigga do dick stinking? He must like, nah, I can't do it. <laughs> 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 I just didn't want to use this. Yo, though. Well, you need to get away from me then, because you're not even. Let me so stop. So I want to know is y'all, on y'all, on y'all, on y'all, y'all watching this uh, Ghost Power book too? Uh, no, yeah, I I've it. never watched an episode of Power in my life. I love what? I love Power. I love it. It's about to come back. Shit about to get juicy, so you know that's gonna be a topic for all my I've people. I've never seen like an episode of Power, so I can't, I can't relate. I'm sorry, y'all. Why you never watch it? Watch it. It's really good. Cause what happened was, I'm a loyal wire watcher. I like wire. Okay. 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 Respect. I'm Wire. I I don't think it would ever be a show as good as the Wire, but Power is the closest thing. To why you go it's there. understandable, but I just I never got into it, and I don't think it has nothing to do with me disliking a show. I feel like when it started to become interesting from season one, um, the spoilers on social media oh, yeah. ruined it. Yeah, because you had the people who could see it at twelve a.m., and then you had the people yeah. who had to wait until wait nighttime till that day. following day yeah. to watch it. And the people who were watching it at 12 a.m. pretty much told everything that was going to happen if you was watching it that night instead of at that yeah. time. A lot of people, that was a big thing for them. It was um, just like at this fucking point, big thing I, I don't want to watch it because it's like I already know what's going to happen and I've never even seen it. I stay offline when that shit It's a really good show. It's a really good show. You should watch it. Yeah, you should it's watch a really it. good show. You should watch it. It's really good. What about his other show, For Life? I like that show. For Life, that was a really good show. I'm waiting for season two or that. That, that was a good show, too. I'm not going to hold you. Shut up. What? Season two? I'm on it tonight. Amari Hardwick, that movie with him and Loretta Devon. What was the name of it? Spell? Spell, that uh, Spell. yeah, I seen that. That's I crazy. seen that. And I believe that niggas down south, well, not just down south, but anywhere, they into that fucking... Them Geechee oh, yeah. people in South Carolina yeah. is definitely Some into that. Yeah, that's, that's a real thing. That shit is just crazy. It's crazy, like, what they was doing to them was just crazy, like. They could cut his... That movie was bugged out. This part. I don't even see it, but you gotta see this part. Why the fuck did he did they cut his son hand off? Made a soup or some shit out of it. Had him eating the shit. The nigga knew it was his son hand once he saw the bones, saw the tattoo, his son had on his finger. It was like a piece of skin inside the soup. Yeah, that that was just creepy. Like they was on some, they was on some, they was on some other shit. Happened to our world space science. You shouldn't watch things like that. I don't um so like things like get out and and movies in which they do witchcraft and you know things of that nature. Um a lot of that stuff I believe to be true already. I just feel like people ignore it. A lot of us don't live in rural rural areas where the next town is like 60 miles away and you know stuff yeah. like that but th to yeah. those people who the next house is almost like a mile down the road and you know the people is looking in the window and you know like it 
you have to it's be mindful when you live somewhere or you go places that everybody's culture and everybody belief is very different. Different, very different. And it's yo, me being just living different places, yo, you just you never know. You gotta be very mindful who you piss off. Me personally, I don't piss yeah. off Haitians and Africans. I try to be their sister. I don't want to be fucking walking down the street after I piss one of them off and they be like, I told you I was going to get you and blow some shit on me and I just pass out. Like, I don't have time for that. You know, like, I'm not going to be fucking fighting darts or imaginary shit and start barking like a chicken. We're going to turn you into Mofufu. It's not. I, I kind of know Hell that. More fufu. I don't even play like that. Like, I don't play like that. I don't got time. <laughs> you know how back in the day they had the Ouija board? They said, let's play the game. And my cousins used to play. Yeah. And this shit used to be happening. They used to be crying and scared. Yeah. That used to happen. And my, and my, my mother cousin had one. one. Had one. Mm -hmm. My sister had my one. My grandmother had one. The brown one. The brown one. And it looked like a magnifying mm -hmm. glass in the middle of a triangle. Mm -hmm. My sister had one. And believe it or not, when they mm -hmm. used to summon them spirits, something always happened in my mother's house. I never played with that stuff. I found it. Yeah, I never. Crazy. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm not about it. to be sitting here talking about old mother Ouija board. Nothing. My grandmother threw it away. She found. You know what's crazy? Threw when my sister threw hers away, it ended up back in my mother's house. I heard. I heard that happen to people. Three people. It came back. Yeah. She had to give it to someone that was into that type of stuff in order for it not to come back. But every time she got rid of it, it ended right back up in my mother's house. Yeah, I heard that. Mappy. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I don't play with that shit. Like, you know, I ain't no way. Stupid. We used to be in the mirror like Candyman, Blackberry, all kind of shit. We I never did that. Shit. Yo, I think I knew better. I mean, one of my cousins with the Candyman. The next day, we woke up. She had a big ass scratch over her face. Like, what the fuck that shit came from? Everybody was all scared. Like, ah, they coming for us. Like, we used to do dumb shit when we was little. Like. I, I never played with like Candyman and Freddy Krueger and Bloody Mary and none of them. I I really didn't fuck with them niggas when I was little. I knew better. Yeah, we, my grandmother was a real horror fan, so I like I grew up watching all that shit. Hellraiser, you name it, I watched it. I wasn't scared of Hellraiser. I was more so Michael Myers. I always felt like I gotta sleep with the windows closed, um, with knobs and shit <laughs> near me. Like, and it's fucked up to have to think like that, but I always felt like certain shit was gonna get me. It was either Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger had niggas scared to go to sleep. You know who like, fucked my head up? Candyman. That clown, that it clown, I don't fuck with him. I don't put nobody face. He was funny to me. I don't like him. I don't even woke up with super. I'm not like that clown. It that's one way to get me away from you. I would not talk to your ass no more. He was he was funny to me. I don't like but him. but but Candyman was just creepy as shit. Like you didn't want to go to the bathroom. It was supposed to be one that came out this year, but I guess yeah, I heard. It didn't come out, but it was supposed to say it came out. No, it did come uh, out. It did. It definitely did. did. It? You got you gotta catch it on. I forgot what that app is that I have for all the new movies to come that came out, and Nobody. you pay like two ninety nine to see the movies that was supposed to be released in the movie theater. I'm gonna check my fire stick and see if that shit is on it because I'm gonna yeah, I'm about to check my shit. Get out of here. Get out of here. I had downloaded something on my phone, on my um, on my TV, so that I could watch Spell, and it showed me all the movies that come out this year and how much I would have to pay to watch it or own it. Yeah, because I know Candyman percent. So I'm like, I'm watching that. I used to watch that when I was younger all the time. 
I used to do dumb shit. We used to make little hunter houses, put books on the door, make shit on people's heads. We used to do all kinds of shit. It was bad fun. Yeah, I'm trying to watch that. I'm trying to see I'm that. I'm hold you. I just like being a tomboy and playing in my treehouse. I didn't really care for that weird stuff. <laughs> I didn't even want to be outside past six o'clock when the light, when the street lights came on. I was trying to be outside all day or night. Not me. I lived across the street from Pink Houses Projects. No nope. yeah, I played ball from the sun up, sun down. Everybody's like, don't go to Pink Houses. Outside every day. That's all I used to hear when I was younger. Like, don't go to Pink Houses. <laughs> no, them niggas in Pink Houses is retarded. I grew up with everybody. Niggas in Pink Houses. I just, you know, I, I didn't like living across the street from the projects because for whatever reason, our windows always was getting shot out because you know the private house. Do you watch like, the YouTube shows from Brooklyn? Which one? Um, Heat Project Heat and shit. Yeah. Well, I know the people who make Project Heat pop. That's one. Say of my word. Uncle. Yeah. The dude. You pop, know, um. That's my homeboy Todd. Shout out! To, shout out to their show, man. If y'all ain't check it out, check it out. It's on YouTube. That shit is fire. You know, my boy is um. He's the other dude's man's tall, dark skin one. You know the short dude that 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 Pop is beefing with. I don't really watch it. I just know them like from being younger. I don't. I'm not. A, I'm not really a fan of it yet. I haven't really gotten into it. I watch this side. Um, I heard okay, they so was on it. I heard they bought Lady a Rage on. Yeah. I heard they, they yeah, doing anything. Shout out to their show. My man's is on that. He won a uh, core. He played core. One of the main characters on the show, okay. um, you know, you know, we got the restaurant in Brooklyn, so he he comes to the restaurant and you know we, we hang out or whatever. That's that's my guy. He a cool dude. That show popping for real. I seen a lot of them. I seen a lot of them just being around in Brooklyn. Yeah, I've grown. I grew up with you know. I grew up with Pop. Pop is from Caveman Side and Pink Houses, where my old elementary school is. But like I said, that's my childhood friend's uncle. Um, I've known him my whole life. Mm, he's a real humble a, dude. He got out of jail and he made something of himself. That's a fact. He really did. He, he they they doing shit in Atlanta. They got they got shit jumping. They they doing their thing. They doing their thing. I, I just respect it. I always respect when I could see somebody you know who ran the streets and was getting into trouble, even though they got incarcerated, come out and make the most of whatever situation, but in a legal way. On the flip right. side, you get what I'm saying? Because I watch you go right. do illegal shit, get incarcerated, and now you come home and your mentality and the growth from being where you were, your hustle is completely different now. Now you have a legitimate hustle. You're starving on a, a more right. hungry level to make sure that it's not for no reason that you you know you went to jail and you did what you did. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's a fact. That's a fact. Shout out to everybody that was behind them. Balls came out. It made things, you know, because it was a lot of people. Right? It's a lot of people who's billionaires, like close to being billionaires, millionaires, who didn't been behind balls and just got out and came out and got focused and did what they had to do. And they did their research while they, they were there. Right. They didn't let the time do them. They did that time. Exactly. Exactly. They exactly. they used that time to develop themselves for who they couldn't be when they were in the street. When you're in the street mm -hmm. and you're hungry and you're a hustler, it's a certain mind frame you have because you're hungry. You understand what I'm saying? You're not worried you gotta about- You got to think about where you going to sleep for the night. How you going to do this? You're thinking about the next day. You think about the next meal, how you going to survive. You're in survival mode, pretty much. You understand? But when you have to sit down and you have no control over where you are when you eat, sleep, piss, shit, nothing, 
your mind is the only thing that you have that's either Control. working or against you. Fact. Your mind probably plays tricks on you 99% of the time, but then you got that 1% of the time where you're thinking about all of what you could have you could have been doing and the opportunities you didn't have when you was in the street. And now, mm -hmm. even though you're in jail, I could get my high school diploma. I could get my GED. I could get a degree, even though I'm not on the street to do it. It's still something I'm achieving because I didn't have the opportunity on the street to even do that. You get what I'm saying? So now these people, they become incarcerated. They get educations. They use the law library to broaden their horizons. They represent themselves when they come home because they don't need legal representation. They've been in there long enough to the point where they know the law themselves. That's like that show 50 got out, man. If y'all ain't catching on it, man, watch that show, man. He passed the bar in jail. Like how you That's a fact. The bar in jail? They not himself, got himself out. He represents other people out the mouth. And he can't And it's a true story. It is a true story. So y'all got to watch that for life movie like for life. Shout out to 50 Cent. That's your fire. He did a good job with that shit. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, he did his thing with that shit. I watched that straight through. That thing was Season two just came back out. Go watch that. What came back out? Season two came out. Nigga, I, I'm not gonna tell nah, you. Nah, yo, you. I'm about to check that shit. Nah, I could tell you exactly what happened in season two, but I'm not gonna tell you the first episode. But it came out. Like, but one more thing. What y'all think about Asian dog getting that tattoo on her fucking hand? And how she gonna suck another nigga? Suck a nigga, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna show y'all the hand motion, right? This her hand, right? You grab, but then when you go to that, that dead man is on your hand. Like, how is another man supposed to feel about seeing Vaughn on his meat? Like, yeah, that's weird. I don't even think why she did that. I, that's weird. I, I don't, don't know. know. She renamed herself granddaughter. Like, who gave you the authority to do that? She became really super weird, period, since this whole Vaughn situation happened. At first, I sympathized with her because even though they wasn't together, they were together at some point and they were in love. But right. um, now it's just like an obsession and you're utilizing it to gain notoriety. Not only are you utilizing it to gain notoriety and popularity, you're abusing it you understand like you got an interview out and i'm gonna watch it tonight and i'm gonna bring it up in the next episode but she got a she got an interview while basically explaining what's going on and how she i guess how she feeling like what she going through so i'm gonna see what she gotta say first of all i think she club chasing because how the fuck after all that shit now she's doing a birthday party now she got um club appearances for like a whole two weeks straight like, she's just doing too much for me. Like, I feel like she's doing too much. Like, we don't even see none of his friends, his mom, his sisters, niggas that knew him for years and his blood doing the shit that she's doing. At all. You don't see him doing that shit. You don't see him doing that. His sister that he was mad close for, Kayla, she don't do shit like that. She, uh, that's the one that he got the, her son's grandbaby. Or whatever. Well, she's not no better. And I'm going to say this about her particularly. When... People pass away, children have a hard time accepting and understanding death. That's first of all. It's very traumatizing to them, especially when they know how a person passed away. For her son, he is going through it. You know, why do y'all keep on showing him videos and, and, and pictures and social medias of Vaughn knowing that he's not never gonna see his uncle again? That's mad traumatic. Y'all, y'all, y'all are traumatizing this baby. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like, she did. Like, y'all feeling like 
Y'all gotta keep Vaughn's name alive. Y'all are traumatizing this baby even fucking more and more and more. Now, what people fail to realize is these same kids that go through those type of traumatic experiences as a young at a young age become a part of the statistic of growing up not giving a fuck, having no self-control, having no one to basically stop them from not giving a fuck. You took something from me. When I'm nine, 10 years old, I'm out here banging. I remember my uncle showing me guns and whatever, whatever, whatever. Now your mama ain't got no control over you. Whoever your daddy may be, if he in your fucking life, he don't even he don't even respect you. They got, you lucky my uncle in here, my uncle shot you type shit. You understand what I'm saying? Like y'all creating mm-hmm. what could potentially become a problem by continuing his, traumatizing. His baby mom did the same shit. His baby mom was on live and she's basically like, Oh, I can't wait so I can show my son how to use a gun and put it back together. And then his other baby mom sitting there like, why would you do that? She said, because he's, you doing that, his father just got killed and you want to show him how to do that shit? Like him, both of the baby moms have this disagreement and argument about it. But she's like, why? The goal you is that? not to have your kid. Like, if you're a street nigga, your kids shouldn't be a street nigga. You feel me? That is. Like, you want your children to be the exact opposite. You don't want them to have the same life that you grew up living it hard and have it, you know, you want them to have it a little bit easier. Yeah, you want them to work and become mm. respectable and law-abiding citizens. You know, in the same senses, you want them to be able to protect themselves. But notice I said protect themselves, not just go out here and be a menace to society because that's what you had to do to survive. It's not, it's not going to work. It doesn't work out. Those are mm-hmm. the same people who end up in, penitent- in a penitentiary or dead or on the run for the rest of their life. Nothing good ever mm-hmm. comes from creating a monster because a monster eventually becomes uncontrollable. He said, That's his, a fact. His sister basically was saying, first, she wasn't going to tell him what happened to her, to happen to Vaughn, but he'd be on YouTube all the time. So she said she basically had to tell him, like, well, then she should have stopped him from being on YouTube. You understand what I'm saying? That's a four-year-old, three, four-year-old kid. You have control yeah. over the internet access that a child has. You're exactly. an adult. You understand what I'm saying? You have you can limit to just child-friendly media. You don't have to have it to where he can see graphic content and adult-like content. That's on you, whether that you allow that or not. And that's the pro- that's the problem these days. There's no censorship going on with these freaking kids. And then parents want to sit there and act oblivious. No, you are part of the problem. Mm-hmm. You're, you're very much so part of the problem. But, you know, what can I say? Sometimes I want to get philosophical and preach, but I ain't preaching to the masses because guess what? It comes in one ear and goes out the other. A lot of people don't care to hear it. Because in their in they mind, their truth is not the same as somebody else's, and I respect My that. My motto is, I don't give advice because you're going to do what you want to do regardless. You know what I'm saying? So whether you're going, no matter what somebody says or tell you, you're still going to do what you want to do no matter what. So can't nobody really give you advice. They can give you ideas, but you're still going to make the choice that you want to make. It's a lot of goofy bitches in this world, and I don't know about y'all, but we not from 63rd. <laughs> we not from 63rd. Bitch, we not from 63rd. Mm-mm. Not on duty. Not on duty. Okay? Oh, oh <laughs> Nah, but it's been real talking to y'all for the evening. I definitely did this was a show tonight. Um, we definitely we looking forward to seeing y'all in a few days. We we missed a couple of days, a couple of episodes, and it wasn't nothing yeah. personal. We all had holidays coming up. 
we have families right. to take care of and look after and we got jobs you know but we find the time yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and one more thing. That's a fact. If you want to be on our podcast promoting either your music, your online store, anything you want to, email us at send it in. Radio send it in. Email.com. Email us again at streetradioshowgmail.com. Please come mm-hmm. to us and see. We don't want that because you whack. We're not putting you on our podcast. I'm cute. Because I'm not <laughs> you're not a very nice person. Time might be nice to y'all, but we're not nice. We're not nice. nice. <laughs> They're going to let you know exactly what it is. No cat. Check it out. Go on the website. Leave y'all comments. Everybody that been, you know, contacting me on Instagram, we appreciate it. We're going to hit y'all up. Send y'all music in. It's lit. If you want to go cop a t-shirt, cop a hoodie, cop a bag, some leggings, it's lit. I put What's it up. Tell them the website. It's up. I was up. The website's up. What's your Instagram? Let them listen in. Hit you up. So they can see huh? the Instagram page. What's the Instagram page? Tyrico Parental Advisory. Okay. Go on that Instagram page. Hit that up. Go on there. Contact me. If not, go on the website, 420parentaladvisory.com. You can leave us an email. You can go to Google. Shoot us an email, like she said, at Street Heat Radio at google.com log the fuck in we're looking forward to y'all we want y'all on our show we want y'all to join our interactions conversations shit like that facts because it's january 1st it's a whole lot of shit going on man we're gonna be it's gonna be a whole lot of stuff going on man we ain't gonna talk about it right now but it's a lot going on we're gonna be in the city near you real soon as soon as kobe get the hell on we going up from here. All right, God. Good night, guys.